Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is catastrophe, September 24th, and also how it appears that Russia and NATO are about to go to war. So, first of all, some continuation for the catastrophe coming September 24th. Now, let me say again, God has not spoken to me and said anything is going to happen September 23, 24, 25 of 2022. I am only a watchman. I'm only bringing you the reports of what others are saying. But there is substantial reasons. Now, I guess it's up to about six different sources. I'm not going to cover all of them. We covered a lot of them yesterday. So you can go back and listen to that if you need more sources. This is just the new information on catastrophe coming September 24th of 2022. This comes from Simpsons. No, I have never watched this and don't care to. Um, probably enough said on that. But the headline from this article says the Simpsons say that September 24th is going to be the end of the world. It's a prediction that freaks out the Internet users. It says lots of people online are saying that September 24th of 2022 will be the end of the world. And the Simpsons have predicted it too. The conspiracy theory emerged this week thanks to an ominous video of a German chancellor and fears of a huge solar flare. Internet users are running wild with the idea, and September 24th has become the latest viral doomsday date on TikTok. Now, many are discovering that The Simpsons predicted the end of the world on September 24th, too, which makes the whole thing even creepier. It says that The Simpsons predicts the end of the world. On many occasions, this animated economy, uh, a comedy has predicted real-life incidents in advance, and an old episode about the end of the world is freaking out internet users. In an episode entitled, Homer Goes to Prep School, Homer joins a survivalist group whose leader has set up a retreat to prepare for the end of the world. The clip has gone viral online that sees Homer talking about the, quote, looming kablooey and predicting a huge explosion is about to take place. The apocalypse is coming, maybe not tomorrow, maybe never, but it's coming. He says, as he shows skeptical Marge, his bug-out bags and apocalypse supplies. The Simpsons episode is about to end the world, but what does that have to do with September the 24th? Well, we're going to show you the clip. What's W-R-O-L? It means without the rule of law, anarchy, the end of civilization, coming soon to an America near you. America can't collapse. We're as powerful as ancient Rome. Homer, meet the Springfield Preppers. What would you do in the case of an EMP? Electromagnetic pulse. A burst of radiation that knocks out every electrical system in the country. All our supplies behind a fake wall. It's not the basement look, huh? See? These are our bug-out bags. In here is everything we need to survive. Survive what? The looming kablooey. It's reassuring to see you're aware of the future, but this is all a little creepy. Creepy? March, the apocalypse is coming. Maybe not tomorrow, maybe never. But it's coming. And soon. I'm going to bed. An EMP? You know what that means? Hand scissors.
can have potato chips now. Or if you wait ten minutes, you can have all the brains you can eat. I want both. <sighs> the article goes on to say the episode number is 24-9, as in September the 24th. The End of the World episode is season 24, episode 9, which when put together weirdly makes the date 24-9 or September the 24th. This feeds into the conspiracy theory perfectly, which say September 24, 2022 is a doomsday. The date has gone viral online this month as people online predict all kinds of bad things will happen that will cause the end of the world. The Simpsons apocalypse episode makes things even creepier, and a lot of people are feeling uneasy. Now, again, do I know anything that's going to happen September 23, 24, 25? I do not. But as a watchman, a lot of people, for a lot of different reasons, are saying something big is happening this particular weekend. Now, based upon all the information I have gathered, everything I know, my guess is, and Simpson says it's an EMP attack, and it could be, because we, we know that there's some 35 suitcase nukes hidden all across America. And there's what, like, uh, was it like 31 different prophecies that say that these suitcase nukes are in America and will go off. So they could go off this weekend. But based upon everything I know, it's probably a stock market crash, probably the crash of the dollar, something to go in there, or maybe even both. Who knows how big it's, it's going to be. What's up with that says leaked plans for a global carbon tax. Now you may be saying, so what about a carbon tax? Well, I have for a long time been talking about that the reason they want to have a global tax, whether it's a carbon tax, a car tax, or whatever it might be, they want to have a global tax. Why? Because then that gives them the authority to be able to attract every buy and sell. And he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond to receive a mark in the right hand or in the forehead. And that no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Meaning that would give them the authority to be able to and have to track every transaction on the globe because, well, because we got to collect our global tax. It goes on to say that the Guardian poor countries will demand a global carbon tax this week on airline travel, shipping fuel, and fossil fuel extraction. By the way, there's no such thing. Well, there's a little bit of fossil fuel. It's called coal oil. And for the most part, the oil underneath the ground is actually created some 25 miles down, they estimate, deeper than mankind can even uh, go. But that is, it's not a... It's not caused by pre-flood plants and animals. It's not fossil fuel. It's created and it's continually created down in the earth. But let's go on. That's a topic for another day. Big fossil fuel users and air travel and a tax on financial transactions. It says that's what they want to do. Tomorrow, September 21st, the Russian Duma is to vote on mobilization. Now, here's the way we see that in America. We would be saying tomorrow the Congress is going to vote on starting war. They say mobilization, we call it war, but that's what it is. So it says, in a surprise move, it's just been announced that tomorrow, September 21st, the Russian Duma, or the Russian Congress, will consider, among other things, mobilization. This item was added to the Duma agenda at just very short while ago, and it is a very important item because if the Duma votes to mobilize Russia, it will be for war. In other words, they say mobilization, we say war. So basically, 
Russia is talking about declaring war tomorrow. Now, it goes on to say, Russian President Vladimir Putin is holding a meeting with all of Russia's military industrial complex in the Hall of Catherine the Great inside the Kremlin. The Russian foreign minister just dropped a verbal bombshell, saying, The time is coming. Hard. The war with NATO will be protracted. What they're talking about is they are about to declare war on NATO. Well, why shouldn't they? NATO has been shipping weapons just like America has been shipping weapons to Ukraine, and those weapons have been fired at Russian soldiers. It's like this. If there's three people in a parking lot, two people are throwing rocks at each other, and a third person is handing one of them the rocks, though he may not be throwing the rocks, is he involved in the fight? Yes, he is. And that's what America has been doing concerning Russia and Ukraine. We've been handing Ukraine weapons. We are involved in the fight, and so is NATO. Now remember, the angel that spoke to Dmitry said, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two of the countries will attack. The Russians bombard America and America will burn. That was Dmitry, 1984. Then, the same angel Gabriel appears to Terry Bennett, tells him something very similar. The Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. The angel said, for a while, America will have a fractional government. The military will have to step in and seize control of our federal government. What do you call that? You'd call that an internal revolution. You'd call it a coup, but in all honesty, it'll be to help our nation. That's why the military will step in, and I believe that the internal revolution is the good guys trying to take over the bad guys that have absconded with authority, and they're trying to get the, the authority back in the hands of the good guys. Then, April 2, 2021, Jack Rigney had a dream. This is the third person, same information. I saw an armored battalion of tanks, Humvees, and roof metal machine guns, and all kinds of armored personnel carriers and cannons go to the Capitol, the Supreme Court, and the White House. Army personnel disarmed all Secret Service men, guards, and police guarding those three buildings. Then the Army personnel went back in all three different buildings and took whatever they wanted. I believe that would be evidence and arrested people. He saw the military take temporary control of the nation to arrest the evildoers and the wrongdoers, and that's the way the Constitution would have it done. Now, is that about to happen? Possible. Further information. Chinese military convoy enters Ukraine from Russia. So now we have China, just like I said in yesterday's program with another article, China has come to the aid of Russia. So now we have China and Russia going against Ukraine, NATO, and America. That's what's really going on. So it says, a very small general military transport type trucks and some smaller vehicles akin to Humvees traveling via public roads from Russia into Ukraine, and they are Chinese. This simple act changes everything of the Russia-Ukraine situation. Ukraine, the USA, and UK, and all of NATO have just found out that China is now an active participant, and it came in on the side of Russia. So, now we have the Russians and the Chinese working together against Ukraine with NATO and America standing behind Ukraine. 
they went on to say, we see that the United States, this is the Chinese talking, we see that the United States and NATO allies are expanding their presence near the Russian borders, seriously threatening national security and the lives of Russian citizens. We fully understand the necessity of all the measures taken by Russia aimed at protecting its key interests. We are providing our assistance. China has now joined the side of Russia. This is no longer the U.S., EU, NATO versus Russia. This is the collective West versus now two nuclear-armed superpowers. I'm saying that we're about to go to war with Russia. We've actually already been to war with Russia, but now it's getting closer to we're actually throwing rocks in the fight. The article goes on to say Russian Duma to vote on mobilization tomorrow. Defense minister, now they're addressing this Russian, now they've moved it up, so they're addressing, addressing the, the Duma tonight. The White House National Security Advisor Sullivan has just now confirmed that they are aware that Russia is considering war or mobilization. Meanwhile, NATO headquarters in Brussels seem to be finally realizing that they have already gone too far with their aid to Ukraine. So, my brothers and sisters, America is in trouble because when we go to war with Russia, Russia is going to defeat us in one hour, Revelation 18 says. The article goes on to say in both Luhansk and Donetsk areas, a public refer referendum about asking Russia to annex these territories to become part of Russia is already being set up. Okay, did you catch that? In other words, these areas that Russia has already taken over, now they're going to vote to just add them to be part of Russia. Okay, that would be like if we were to start attacking Mexico and Mexico were to just decide, okay, let's just vote and we'll just become part of America. That's what Luhansk and Dantesk are about to do. In other words, they're about to vote. Do we want to become part of Russia? And oh, by the way, if we become part of Russia, Russia stops attacking us and Russia just takes over. That's the way you annex property. Referendums to join the Russian Federation, Russian-backed officials, announced planned referendum for September 23 through 27th, and the Luhansk Nantesk and just announced that this Kherson and Zaporizhia provinces representing about 15% of Ukraine territory, or an area about the size of Hungary. So if they vote to join Russia, and if Russia passes legislation accepting their ascension into Russia, then these territories will become Russia. Then, whatever NATO is presently doing to help Ukraine is a direct attack on Russia. Did you catch that? In other words, us sending all of this war equipment, billions and billions of dollars, into you help Ukraine, now part of Ukraine is about to become Russia, and Russia is going to openly say, America is attacking us. That's why we took out America, because America attacked us first. They go on to say, NATO is presently helping Ukraine attack those places. We become a war against Russia, hence the vote by the Russian state Duma tomorrow about mobilization, or we know it's really a vote to declare war, war specifically about NATO and America. NATO, now this is what NATO says. NATO has already publicly stated that NATO will not accept the annexation of Luhansk and Donetsk into Russia. I didn't know they had a say-so about it. So, can you see the picture? NATO stands up and says, no, no, we don't accept 
that you annex Luhansk and Donetsk. We don't accept that. So we're going to continue to send men and weapons into Ukraine, and Russia's going to say, look it, that is part of Russia now, and so you are attacking Russia. That gives Russia, in their mind, the legal way and reason to attack America in a surprise nuclear attack. By the way, just like Dmitry was told. Now, what is going on here? I think something sinister is afoot. So it says, this, uh, this was sent to me, and it was posted, I believe it was on Twitter. Volunteers needed at, as actors for a full-scale exercise on Saturday morning, September 24th. There's that date again. So it says, volunteers needed for a mass casualty exercise. Or are they going to be filming it, and they're going to be saying something happened that really didn't? Or maybe something really does happen, and this is just a way to catch it on film. Anyway, it goes on to say, Volunteers needed for a mass casualty exercise September 24th in Oskaloosa, Kansas. I lived in Topeka, Kansas for over 20 years, so this is about an hour down the road from where I used to live. He says, we need 50 volunteers to act as as persons injured from a natural disaster wildfire. Victims will be given an injury card, and first responders will triage and sort the victims of response training. Okay, now, is this saying that these are role-play victims? Or are they going to say that something really, really bad happened, and then they just videotape this, put this on TV, kind of like they've done in a lot of places, a lot of times, saying this happened when it really didn't happen? So I think that's something to watch closely about Oskaloosa, Kansas. Let's talk about Joseph Kitchen. I actually cooked this loaf of bread you're seeing here. Takes me about 10 minutes to put the ingredients together, put it into a bread machine, push a button, two hours, 20 minutes later, I get a loaf of bread out like that. Now, if you cut that loaf of bread that weighs about three pounds, the loaves you get in the store have most of the good stuff removed. The loaves you get in the store are about a pound. That's three pounds because it's got the good stuff still in it. Cut that into 14 slices. And if I eat a slice in the morning and the afternoon, I'm satisfied. So on that basis, one loaf can sustain, and it says everything we want, can sustain a person, one person, for a week. Based upon that, it'll get you excellent nutrition. It tastes good, long storage life, 10 minutes to combine the ingredients, 2 hours, 20 minutes to make it. Other wheat that you order arrives in paper bags, which means bugs, rice, humidity can get a hold of it and ruin it. But at Joseph Kitchen, they send it out in 100 mil thick buckets. Gives you long shelf life. It's stackable. The nitrogen infuses that hopefully gives it a lot, much longer shelf life, kills bugs and things like that. Easily resealable. Keep in a comet-controlled area. And they have it in stock. This is a picture, an actual picture of part of the warehouse. Here's another picture of the, these. Actually, each one of those boxes holds 2,500 pounds of wheat, and I think they've got 54 of those boxes, a bunch of them. So Joseph's Kitchen can ship it to you right now. You go to most of these places, they say out of stock. So here's what you want to do. Everybody needs to get a machine package. These are the things that you need to grind the wheat berries, put them into a grinder. 30 seconds later, you have flour. You put that into the bread machine along with six other ingredients. Push about two hours, 20 minutes later, you have a nice hot loaf of whole wheat bread. Then you have to decide how much food you want. 
want food two people one year, four people one year, six people one year. And if you want to make certain you have it when the electricity goes down, you can also get yourself a solar generator all at josephskitchen.com. josephskitchen.com. Going on, though. Next headline, Chinese Communist Party Statement. China and Russia aim to lead the world towards a new international order. Well, now we know they're working together. China and Russia aim to lead the world towards a new international order, according to one Chinese Communist Party's high-ranking diplomat. He slipped. He says that they plan to promote the development of an international order in a more just and reasonable direction. What they're saying is, we're going to take over when we take out America. So we take down America, and then the Russians and Chinese rule the world. Both sides firmly support each other on issues relating to their core interests. He explicitly approved of the war in Ukraine and assured Russia it would receive Chinese support. Of course, now the Chinese have, in fact, invaded Ukraine from Russia. China understands and supports Russia on issues that represent its vital interest, in particular on the situation in Ukraine. Russian President will meet later this week. It will be the first time the two leaders, Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin, have met in person since February when they decided a no-limits partnership in Beijing, a mere weeks before the Ukraine invasion. In other words, China and Russia are shaking hands behind the Americans' back, and America is led by some very evil people, and they think what they need to do is take out America so that they can bring a better world or a new world order in place. That's what's really going on. Now let's go to Daniel 9.27. It says, And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. What does that mean? Well, the word he here is referring to the Antichrist. The Antichrist shall confirm a covenant with many, I believe that's many nations, for one week. Okay. Problem is, what covenant? Because it does not say he originates it. He just confirms it. Well, this might be the covenant. Now the end begins, says, Chris Lom has confirmed, led by Pope Francis and leaders of the world's religions, formally adopt human fraternity document at the 7th Congress. If you look here, the date is September 14 and 15, 2022. What does this document say? It says that it's official. Chris Lom has now been codified and ratified with the approval of the 7th Congress of the World Leaders of the World and Traditional Religions, of the human fraternity document created by Pope Francis of the Vatican, and financed and promoted by Mohammed bin Zaid of the UAE, question, guess who they forgot to invite to the festivities? The answer is Jesus Christ. His name appears nowhere and is never mentioned. I wonder who the honored guest is then. Meaning, could it be that this is this. Let me say it again. Could it be that this is this? Could it be that this is that covenant that the Antichrist will confirm? Now let's go on with the rest of this verse. So it says, the Antichrist will confirm in a covenant with many for one week. But in the midst of the week, he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. Well, they are not sacrificing animals in Israel right now. They have not sacrificed animals in Israel for about 2,000 years. Why? Because they don't have the ashes of the red heifer. Now, if you go to yesterday's program, I explained that in detail, but essentially they need the ashes of a red heifer, which they, let me explain just briefly. Okay, so back in Numbers 19, 
Moses is told to take a heifer outside the city and burn it. The ashes be put into a kalal, which is a, a vessel made of part of the dung of the animal, and then they put the ashes in it. They would put then a straw down into the ashes and sprinkle it over four large vats of water, the water vats of water of purification, which is what Jesus turned from water into wine. And then they take hyssop, which is a, a plant, it's a weed that grows wild in Israel. They dip the hyssop into the water. They sprinkle that before the Sanhedrin on the priest, the altar, the sacrifice. All of that makes it ceremonially pure so that they can then start animal sacrifice. But they have to have a red heifer to start that. Some people said, well, you've got to find the original ashes of the red heifer. And apparently they have not. Or you have to find an exact red heifer that is born in Bethlehem without blemish, without spots, much as even a white hair. And then you take it outside the city, sacrifice it, and then the ashes of that red heifer will allow you to do that. Well, just here this past week, they just moved in five red heifers from the United States that they say fit the bill. But the problem is they weren't born in Bethlehem. Does that mean that they can't start animal sacrifice? No, they can start animal sacrifice anytime they want to. Doesn't necessarily mean that God accepts it, though. So if they start animal sacrifice, whether God accepts it or not is beside the point. In the middle of the tribulation, the Bible says the Antichrist will sit on the Ark of the Covenant. That's what Matthew 24 says is the abomination of desolation. When you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place, then basically he says, don't come down off the rooftop, pack, don't collect $200, don't pass go, don't do anything, run to the hills. And the, the Jews that do know their God, that keep the animal, that keep the sacrifice, that have the testimony of Jesus, keep the commandments of God, will then run 216 miles south down to the real Mount Sinai, where they were off of sacrifices of praise, not sacrifices of animals. And on the way down, the dragon cast water out of his mouth as a flood that it might cause the woman to be carried away of the flood. And the earth helped the woman. And the earth opened up her mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out of her mouth. And the dragon was wroth with the woman, and he went to make war with the remnant of her seed which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Meaning, when they see the abomination of desolation, when they see the Antichrist set on the Ark of the Covenant, proclaim himself God and stop animal sacrifice, the ones that do know their God, that do know Jesus, that have the testimony of Jesus and keep the commandments of God, will see that. They've read Matthew 24 and they know what that is and they will leave Jerusalem running south. But the devil is going to send a water, a flood, a great rain, but the earth opens up a big crack, swallows up the rain, and as a result, the people leaving Jerusalem are still able to make it all the way down to Mount Sinai, where they then offer sacrifices of praise in the name of Jesus. Now, all of that, all of that, all that says is that we could be getting very close to the starting of animal sacrifice in Israel. But the, the Muslims are not going to let them do that because they do not have access to the Temple Mount yet. I said yet. Not until they give the Jews, or excuse me, not until they give the Palestinians a state. And what will probably happen is that they'll say, okay, that's your area, Palestinians, and then East Jerusalem, this is our area, and that's the Temple Mount. They get back the Temple Mount. About that time, they start animal sacrifice. In other words, we could be very close to the start of the tribulation. Cornerstoneassetmetals.com 
is where I'll send you if you're thinking about getting gold or silver. I think everybody should have at least a fistful of gold and a fistful of silver because there could be a time when you pull up to get gasoline and they might not want to take your loaf of bread, but you pull out a gold coin or a silver coin, you're probably able to get anything you want, even if the credit cards are down, even if the dollars are worthless.